Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals here on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. A.R. Adam Roberts, executive producer, other side of the glass. Three o'clock, fan afternoon show with crunchy Kevin Holden, CBS 58 sports director, as he wraps up his week hosting next week. On Tuesday, Stephanie Sutton will be in, uh, hosting the show on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Kevin Holden back for Thursday and Friday next week. So Stephanie Sutton from Channel 12, uh, WISN, hosting Tuesday and Wednesday. Looking forward to that. Some more news out of the NBA uh, coming across from Agent Wojnarowski in that last uh, commercial break. And this involves uh, Milwaukee native. Free agent center Kavon Looney has agreed to a three-year, $25.5 million deal to return to Golden State, sources tell Wojnarowski and ESPN. Now, Looney had been making, uh, his last deal was three at 14. So he was averaging uh, right around $4.8 million or so. Uh, in that range. Now uh, he gets a bump up clearly. Now he'll average over $8 million in this next three-year deal. And the great part about this is he is going to play his age 26, 27, and 28-year deal. So he's going to hit somebody for another significant deal going into his age 29 season, whether that be Golden State or somebody else. This really uh, is, he's really putting together a real nice career right now is Looney. Absolutely. And you know what else, Sparky, that I've been noticing these last 24 hours? There is so much money going around. And so many players, arguably, I think you and I would agree, there are maybe a handful that maybe don't deserve all the money that they're going to be getting for nearly as long. That Zion contract is really a head-scratcher for me, and I know you've got thoughts on that, too. Uh, yeah, there's no way I would have gave Zion Williamson a max. Deal. Not a chance. No, I, I wouldn't have either. Um but I think you're in a situation with the Pelicans that, you know, if healthy, and that's the problem here, is if healthy, and you just don't know if he can stay healthy, and, and now you're paying him all this money with the expectation that he is going to stay healthy. That, To me, that's just a huge dice roll. It really is. And, again, the other side of this is, okay, you don't do this, um, and then you essentially trade him, right, going into the last year of his deal or whatever the case may be. Uh, he then signs somewhere else and becomes a superstar, and you look like a bunch of doofuses uh, for not keeping, you know, a guy that was projected to be, you know, uh, uh, essentially an all-star player for sure every year. Some thought he could be a superstar player every year. 
And so that's that's what you really have to argue yourself uh, uh, with is, you know, how how confident are you that you can keep them healthy? And I don't I don't think necessarily anybody can guarantee you that anybody is going to stay healthy. Right. I mean, you may be the healthiest athlete through high school and college, and then you get to the professional ranks and you can't stay healthy. And, and you're hurt every year of your career and you're out of the league because you never could stay healthy. You had never been hurt a day in your life till you got to the pros. First name that comes to mind, Greg Oden. Yes, Greg Oden for sure. I mean, the man, I mean, I'm not feeling bad for somebody. I mean, that dude couldn't catch a break. Um, and, and see, that's that's the thing though, right? So now I, I'll say this. On the other side of this, I do think there is some... Um, continuity i don't know the right what the right word is but when you are hurt in college a year two years normally the same thing happens in the pros right and i i remember going back and forth with ted thompson on this for years because he didn't look at it the same way obviously i looked at it he looked at it and said well just because he's hurt there doesn't mean he's me hurt in the pros and Technically, you're right. That doesn't necessarily mean it. But so many times that is an indicator of kind of how things are going to go for said player as far as staying healthy. And again, it's hard to get mad at somebody because they can't stay healthy. Now, it's different if, right, you're not eating right, you're not lifting, you're not exercising, you're not getting the rest, like you're doing stuff that is completely going against you trying to stay healthy. Then, okay, you can be mad at said person. But if you're doing everything right, you're eating right, you're getting the rest you're supposed to get, you're putting time in at the gym and everything else, and you still continuously get hurt, then you know, you're injury prone. And guys don't like being called injury prone, but sometimes you are what you are, um, and it's unexplainable. Some guys can stay healthy and never miss it. Look at Brett Favre. Now, he was hurt, and he played through a lot of pain a bunch of times in order to stay in the field and, and play. So obviously there's that, but very few dudes – and women walking around um, can stay healthy for that long of a professional career, regardless of what they do, without suffering some type of injuries kind of along the way. I think of a guy like Eddie Lacy as kind of being a hybrid of both of those situations, where as time went on after maybe 2014, he was dealing with ankle injuries all the time. But you'll also remember around the time he was done in Green Bay in 2016, a lot of the conversation was on his life off of the football field and maybe some of those habits that he had fallen into. Right. So kind of a mixture of both in that situation. You know, that's the other thing, too. When we look around the NBA right now, we're going to get to Paul Imig uh, coming up in the next segment uh, because for no other reason that I love talking basketball with Paul Imig. And we really don't have him on any of the other shows other than Bart shows. Um, Bart has him on quite a bit. And the other day uh, they were talking about um, – going into NBA free agency and all this stuff. And I was listening and I was like, I really want to get him on. I think it was yesterday morning. Uh, they were having the conversation, uh, him and Bart going back and forth about different scenarios. And I wanted to get him on. So I reached out. So Paul Emig will join us coming up here in about uh, eight minutes or so. But um, when you um, are in the NBA or in the NFL, maybe not as much with major league baseball, but, in the NBA, in the NFL specifically, and I guess to a degree NHL hockey, even though you know I'm not totally in NHL hockey, I would imagine all three of them. That's why when you get to a draft scenario, and guys don't want to give you medicals, that's why guys fall in drafts. That's a huge reason why. Or if a guy simply just doesn't want to play for your team, and that's kind of what happened with Chad Holmgren. Uh, to a certain degree, he didn't want to give up his medicals to anybody. His agent was like, no, not giving you medicals. He'll come work out, but we're not giving up medicals. Right now, I'm not saying if they would have gave Orlando medicals that John Hammond would have drafted Chet Holmgren. I have no idea. But medicals are such a big deal in all of this as far as finding out everything they possibly can about a person, having your own team doctors looking at x-rays, looking at all this different stuff, looking at medical history, and feeling comfortable that, okay, if we draft this guy, or if we sign this guy in free agency, or if we're going to trade for this guy, that you are as well-researched as possible on the health of the person that you are acquiring to your organization. Because with salary caps, like the NBA, like the NFL, if you're wrong and you miss, it's a much bigger miss than if the Yankees miss on signing somebody in Major League Baseball. 
they'll just sign somebody else and make up for it. No big deal. But in these other sports where there's a cap and a steep, steep luxury tax, uh, like the NBA has, you got to be right. And if you're wrong, it can screw you for a good long time. And then you're just shaking your head. I mean, look at all that money that was wasted on John Wall. And I mean wasted on John Wall. Not even playing. Russell Westbrook, you can argue there's a good amount of money being wasted on him because he's not paying playing anywhere near to the level of money that he's making right now. And that cap number is sitting right there affecting the Lakers from getting somebody better to replace him because it's all guaranteed money. So, okay, I want to trade Russell Westbrook. Well, what organization in God's green earth is going to want to deal with that going forward? Kyrie Irving, James Harden, these guys, they now have made such a path for themselves as far as who they are, uh, as far as teammates, off the floor, on the floor, so forth that they've narrowed their options as well because a lot of teams just don't want to deal with it, have no interest, none whatsoever. So now they've narrowed their options. I think Kyrie thought that there was going to be teams lining up to make a move for him. Nope. Lakers. According to reports, that's it. And the Lakers don't have the assets. So he's stuck. So he opted back in because he wasn't going to get the money in free agency that he thought he'd be able to get. And now he's going to sit there in Brooklyn and play with Ben Simmons, it looks like. And Kevin Durant signs a long-term deal. Four years left on the deal, and now he wants out. Again, same thing. If Marks wants to play hardball as GM, he can tell him, I'm not trading you. You're stuck. You and Kyrie and Ben Simmons figure it out. Not, not moving you anywhere. That is how this is all going to play out. And the Bucs, they roll the dice and take a gamble on Joe Ingles. Again, old player. Coming off a torn ACL in the wintertime in January. Will he be ready? When will he be ready? Don't know. But at the end of the day, it's all about the playoffs. And will he still be able to shoot the ball at a high level when he does come back? That's a huge gamble that the Milwaukee Bucks uh, rolled the dice on themselves when it comes to injuries. Coming up next, we'll talk with Paul Emig here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals here on 1250 AM. The fans, we get ready for a 4th of July weekend upon us. Fireworks, food, family, lots of fun over the weekend. Hopefully, we don't get a ton of rain. I think I saw in the forecast rain maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or something like that next week. I don't know how much rain or how big of a chance of rain, but I thought that's what I had seen. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is Paul Imig. Paul, thanks for coming on, buddy. How are you? Sparky, it's the best time of year. I don't say that facetiously. NBA draft a week ago, NBA frenzy now. This is this is quite literally my favorite thing to talk about and think about and research about. So let's rock and roll, man. I absolutely love it as well. Uh, And this is something that for whatever the reason, you know, the NFL kind of gets their run for a day or so. The NBA gets seemingly a lot longer run than the NFL does in my mind out of this whole deal. When we talk about the Bucs right now and bringing back, you know, Javon Carter and Wesley Matthews um, and Bobby Portis, obviously everybody wanted him back. Um, I, yeah. I guess I'm I'm struggling to get excited about bringing back Matthews uh, and Javon Carter at this point, knowing George Hill is still on this roster as well. Well, right now, July 1st, with three and a half months before the season, I share your sentiment. Uh, yeah, I'm really kind of hoping I get one of those Woj bombs into my notifications or Shams, and it says the Bucks have agreed to trade George Hill and. You know, and honestly, at this point, I'm if it's like and Grayson or and Brooke, and they bring back some kind of additional piece. I'm not trying to trade Brooke. I'm not trying to trade Grayson, but George Hill is not like an asset across the league. So if you're going to do something bigger, if you're going to add a piece that matters, a piece that could actually be part of an eight or nine man playoff rotation, sometimes you have to give to get. Um, so I am just going to remain optimistic and hopeful that whether it's today, tomorrow, or October 15th or whatever the case may be, that Yes, that we don't have to watch George Hill play 82 games of regular season basketball and then unfortunately, presumably play playoff basketball because we know Bud can't quit the George Hill experiment. So I'm going to I'm going to say, like, you know what, Javon Carter got a two year deal. That must mean he's in the plans and that if there had to be a redo of the playoff series against Boston, I'm not saying it would have like absolutely the Bucks would have won and the Celtics would have lost. But I would have loved to have seen the Javon Carter part of that more than the George Hill part of it. So let's maybe give a, a little bit of a reprieve for three and a half months and see if George Hill's actually still here. I, I hope 
I hope as a fan who watches all these games, I, I won't have to do that. What about Joe Ingles, a guy that tore his ACL back in January? You give him pretty much all the money you had coming off of a torn ACL. Yeah. Now, again, if healthy, he can shoot it. Uh, ain't no question about that. He can be a, a critical piece for this team come playoff time. So it feels like this is more about the postseason than it is about the regular season. Yeah, totally. He tore his, he tore his ACL in January. Like He's a 35-year-old guy at best. At best, he's playing on New Year's Day. Like, and that would probably be pretty like aggressive from a timeline perspective. But I don't think the Bucks care. Like, could Bro? If, if these were all must-win games last regular season, could Brooke Lopez have played sooner? I don't know. Like, I'm not a doctor, but it seemed from afar that it was like, you know what, Brooke, just take your time. You know, come back, play a few regular season games, get in a good condition, and then and then it's let's then we'll care. You know, and so. This feels like what that is. You know, you're not going to see Ingles presumably in the year 2022 in a Bucks uniform as he continues to recover. I like the acquisition. I mean, I, I'm assuming that they got a good look at the medicals and it looked good enough in the recovery halfway through Joe Ingles recovery. So, I, I mean, I, I like the player. He's a really good shooter. He's a really good passer. He's one of the NBA's best trash talkers. For those who don't watch a lot of Utah jazz, Joe Ingles <laughs> talks an immense amount of trash. He's a fun guy to watch, but yeah, it's it's the injury question for sure. The other part of this that I that Jim Ozarski and I went back and forth on earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show was the need for another big, uh, and they thankfully didn't get JaVel McGee. Now they're apparently uh, in yeah. talks with a possible buyout with the center from Greece who was in the NBA like several years ago yeah. when he was 18. Um, and, and that that very well may be what happens. I just think you have to protect yourself from Brooke Lopez because anybody that's had back problems knows they don't t- normally just go away and never come back again. Normally, regardless if you have surgery or not, they tend to linger. And I think they need to protect themselves versus running Giannis into the ground, trying to play center with Bobby Portis. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and by the way, a lottery pick, I think that was Vladi who picked Papa Giannis. Yeah. For Sacramento. Like 10th, 11th, 12th pick for Sacramento. Yep. So, like, yeah, lottery pick. I mean, this guy now granted, you know, terrible pick by Vladi. But, hey, if he comes in and plays backup center, there's probably worse you can do. And I agree, by the way, with JaVale McGee. I would have been okay with – but he, JaVale got, like, three years. And he's starting. And, yeah, he's starting for Dallas. But he, think, he, he, he thinks he's starting. He's been Whoa. sold a bag of goods that says he's starting. Yeah, it's well, Jason Kidd. He may be starting. He, he might be starting. Who needs – Dwight Powell and Maxi Kleba when you can get JaVale McGee, right. who's a fine player. I would have, you know, if it was like a, if it was like the Joe Ingles deal and no Ingles, I would, you know, if I would have known, it's like, hey, pick between Ingles, a forward, or McGee, a center, and presumably a backup center, I would have taken Joe Ingles in a heartbeat if the money was the same. And not only was it not the same, JaVale McGee got three years at that dollar amount. So that's a, a huge investment by Dallas. I'm glad the Bucks did not do the three year route with McGee. So, yeah, I mean, they do need more. I mean, they, by the way, they could re-sign Serge Ibaka. I don't know if anyone's going to get excited about no. that. Um, but you, you, no. could, you could. No, don't want him. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, and <clears throat> there's no more Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez Cleveland. is now a Cav. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Kevon Looney's back with the Warriors. Did you see he got $20 million? Shout out to, to Milwaukee. Yeah, Tom he's going to make 7 to $8 million a year, somewhere in that area. That's a nice little chunk of change. Yeah. Yeah, so good for him. And Jordan Poole will pretty soon be a $100 million man whenever he gets his extension. So these Milwaukee guys with the Warriors, hopefully Patrick Baldwin Jr. follows in those footsteps, by the way. This is Milwaukee Central over in, on, the, on the West Coast. But, yeah, I, I hear you. They do need a backup big. Brooke Lopez really was a healthy guy up until this past year. But, yeah, man, I, and not only do people can people usually relate to back injuries or back issues, but also try being seven feet tall and having played 15 years in the NBA and just taking a beating down low for most of those years. It's yeah, it's, a, it's the reason they traded Dante for for Sergi Baca. I mean, not exactly straight up three team deal, but that's why they did that was Brook insurance, and they didn't end up needing the Brook insurance in the playoffs. But that's what you need. You do need Brook insurance for this upcoming season. So Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider, former Suns GM, tweeted out earlier. So Atlanta makes the deal with Sacramento. Um, earlier today, sends the shooter to the Kings, Werther, whatever his name is, yeah. the redhead. They sent him, yeah. yeah, they sent him to the Kings. McDonough points out that he thinks right now that this John Collins deal will probably happen at some point with somebody, but he's he's kind of going down the path of 
that they're stacking assets to make a run at Kevin Durant. That That's what is going on in Atlanta right now, and they're going to try and pair Murray uh, and um, what's the other guard? I can't think of his name. Trey yeah. Young. Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah. Young, Murray, and then Durant, those three. And I was talking to Leroy about it earlier in the show. What does what do those three for you, uh, do for you in the Eastern Conference if that ends up going that way? That would be a really good team because it's more of a diverse roster in terms of skill set than when it's like, okay, here's Kyrie and James Harden and Kevin Durant and like the star powers off the chart. But even if Trey Young is like 75, 80% Steph Curry, if he's going to be able to play off the ball more with De- with DeJounte Murray going to Atlanta, I had thought about that. I, ha- I had seen like, you know, some loose speculation about what is, what could Atlanta do to get on in the Durant sweepstakes because keep in mind, I mean, first off, it's ridiculous. And I'm Sparky, I'm assuming, is a longtime NBA guy. There's player empowerment. And then there's Durant just signed a four year extension. I know. And I is know. now like, no, nah, I'm out. Yep. Like, uh, I mean, there's a, come on. But see, that's the thing. So, Paul, I'm going to cut you off real quick. That's the thing. So we we had a caller earlier in the show, Terrell. I'm sure you've heard him call the shows before. He calls in earlier. and He's like, look, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think, you know, maybe you just got to kick the tires and just see if you can have Durant and Giannis, you know, how what that looks like and how far you can go with those two. And my thought is, one, Giannis better sign off on this if you're going to move Middleton. That He has to be on board first. Second, there, you have no idea how this plays out. They could go win a championship in Milwaukee next year, and now Giannis has two rings, and Durant could be like, I don't really got nothing to do in this city. I want to go somewhere else. Trade me. And then Giannis has nobody left around him. Like, I just, you just can't trust him at this point. Well, I, yes, I, I agree. But now here's the thing. If, if, like, I want to play this out with you. If Durant was a buck for even a year, whether they won the title or not, and then he requested a trade. Then the Bucks would get a haul a year from now. Yeah, right? so like but... Even if Durant goes to it, right though, like if Durant goes to Atlanta, things go great or things go terribly. It may not make a difference. He still might say in a year or two, I want out. And then the Hawks are going to get a haul for Durant. So like, unless he tears another Achilles or busts his knee again, like he's going to always be a huge, huge asset. So even if you get him and you can't trust him, which you can't, you, you, you can still always trade that. And let me ask you this though, because, Yesterday morning, I was on with Bart in the morning, and we were doing our mm-hmm, mm-hmm segment that I'm sure you I was loved. listening. That's why and, I texted you after that segment was over, yeah. Oh, perfect. And at the way end, and by the way, at the time, Durant did not request a trade. Right. It seemed like all the net stuff was going to happen. I just was like, you know, what would you give up? And I was thinking Bart would say one of Holiday or Middleton, and Bart's like, both. And I was like, well, oh, I hadn't even considered the possibility nobody can out nobody nobody can offer more they they could offer Middleton and Holiday I agree I heard Bart say I'm like yeah me too but again Giannis has to agree number one uh and I don't think anybody could come with a better offer than what they could come with I don't there's no way I I totally agree with you and and like I told Bart at the time to make the salary work you'd have to take back a Joe Harris cool like I know Joe Harris had a a forgettable playoff series against the Bucks a year and a half ago and uh, and it was hurt this past season. But Joe Harris was like a two or three time NBA three point shooting champion. Clearly, he had some kind of something going on in that playoff series, you know, a year and a half ago, but a really, really good shooter. So, I mean, Sparky, I don't know if you've pulled this or if you've taken calls from me. Like, okay, Durant and Joe Harris for Middleton and Drew. Yes or no? Like, it, I agree with you. The Brooklyn, who, by the way, is not trying to rebuild. They gave up all their picks for the Harden thing, so they don't have their own picks to even rebuild. No, they want to win now. Right. Yeah, they just traded for Royce O'Neal from the Jazz. They still have Ben Simmons. They just gave Nick Claxton $20 million. Like, they're not going to just, like, yeah, let's rebuild. They're not going to go Spurs-Pistons route. They're going to want to win. Like, if the Bucs offer that package, just completely hypothetically, there's no way another team can beat that. No. Drew and Middleton? Nope. That's an that's an incredible offer. If if the Bucks were to want to make it, it sounds like you would actually be on board with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would. But I, again, I just don't. Wow. I just don't think Giannis would ever sign off on it. So I think it's you're just you unless there's something going on between Giannis and Middleton that I don't know about. Uh, th- there's no way he's going to sign off on trading Chris Middleton. There is. Ab- but you, I would be shocked. I, I agree with you. Let me give you two caveats to that, though. One is Kevin Durant at the end of the Bucks series last year, 
praised Giannis, praised Bud, praised the, the Milwaukee Bucks organization. Like it was a very good, like it was not like a loser mentality. Like right. he, Durant was full of praise. And so that's not nothing. Let me just say that for one. And two, Giannis was not on board with any of the coaches who have been fired during this era of Giannis in Milwaukee. Every time Giannis was like, what the heck? Like, this is like, we should not have fired Jason. Right. Kidd. He was crying about it and all these reports. And then guess what? You know, he might not have, because he's a very, very, very loyal dude. Very That's loyal. a good trait to have. Very good trait to have a very loyal guy. But he won a championship. He, you know, he went along with it and said, okay, fine. I love Jason Kidd. I don't want to get rid of him, but okay. I, you know, I'm along for the ride. Let's go. And he wins a title, you know? And so like, would he maybe protest a little bit? Would he maybe, if asked about it by Eric Name or Jim Ozarski, he'd say like, no, you know, like, I, I really hate that we traded like, Chris. Think he about this totally for a second. That. Think about this for a second. How long would you be? I mean, we're talking about Giannis, Durant, and Lopez across the front? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's some that Cleveland Cavaliers just, stuff. Uh, they would wreck everybody. That's just what it would be. They would be incredible. And, like... Man, I, I'm I'm a little bit surprised, Sparky, that both you and Bart are like, yeah, Middleton and Drew for Durant. I, I'm I'm a little bit surprised, um, but I'm kind of like, well, don't get me wrong. The idea that- but hold on a second, don't get me wrong. Like, if they'll do Durant for Middleton or whatever, sure. If they'll do oh, Durant for course. Holiday, sure. But if it takes yeah. both to get Durant. Then yeah, then you have the conversation. But again, I'm saying this for the millionth time. I ain't doing a thing unless Giannis says yes. If Giannis says no, then I'm not even talking to Brooklyn. Not even having the conversation. I mean, and here's this. I got these NBA odds here. Kevin Durant, uh, yeah. next team if traded from the Nets. This is from Bet Online. Phoenix, one to one. Okay. Miami, seven to two. Do you know who the third team is? Atlanta. Uh, no, Atlanta's not even on the list. Really? Uh, Golden State. Golden State is farther down. They're at 14 to 1. Okay. Who is it? Toronto at 4 to 1. New wow. Orleans yeah, at okay. six, New Orleans at 6 to 1. And wow. then Memphis at 7 to 1. I think Memphis is legit. I think Memphis has a legit chance to pull that off to get him with John Morant. And then that's going to create what big happened? problems. Yeah. Yes. As long as that Jaron Jackson Jr. injury that I'm sure you saw yesterday, he's yep. out six months. Yep. Jaron Jackson Jr. is that could really impact that. But to your point, like you're the Nets, you want the best package possible. I still would tell you, even though Jaron Jackson Jr. and Desmond Bain, much younger players, obviously than Drew and Middleton, you're not rebuilding. The Nets are not rebuilding. We've we've established that. Even that good of a package, where you're like Desmond Bain, like a 23, 24 year old, you know, accelerating player. Jaron Jackson Jr. with the best shot blocker in the league who also has three-point range, that's still nearly not the offer of Drew and Middleton. No. So like, Nobody what, can offer it. So crazy about this? The only one that could come close yeah. maybe would be Chicago. I mean, Chicago can put together something that's pretty good. I mean, they can throw DeRozan into a deal, um, and then who would be their second player that they'd be able to throw in? Vucevic I mean, or something? I mean, they just refined Levine, so they, they, can't, they can't trade Levine. No, it's got to be. Pat Williams. Yeah. It's, you know, like, yep. I, I don't know. Um, but the, the, the New Orleans thing, I will say with the Pelicans, they can go two routes. And that's, that's why I'm not surprised to see them super high. It's like the Nets could basically say, okay, can we have Zion? Okay, oh, maybe the Pelicans say, no, we still want to do Zion. Okay, well, then can we have Brandon Ingram? So sure. There's, there's really like a done. There's a lot of different avenues to get that done, right? Yeah. Uh, and of course, you'd probably want like Herb Jones and some other young pieces from, from New Orleans. But then the question would be if you're the Pelicans, you're, you're the New Orleans Pelicans. Is Durant not going to go there for a year? This is Kevin Durant. Like, he wasn't even happy in Brooklyn with his best friends. Yep. He's going to go to New Orleans and be like, yeah, this is where I'm finishing my career. So that's where, you know, like, I would be very hesitant as a franchise like that. I wouldn't be hesitant as a franchise like the Bucks, who just won a title, a serious title contender, really, until Giannis leaves or retires, like, for a long time. So you can have some security there. The Pelicans, though, I'd be like, ugh. The Grizzlies, now, if they could pull that off, would be that would be a great great pairing. Um, not sure how much the Jaron Jackson Jr. injury plays into that, but who did you say was third on that list? Oh, Toronto. Hey, Sparky, I know you love the NBA like I do. Yeah, you're Toronto. Yep. You're, you're Masai Ujiri. He gets a call from Sean Marks, Nets GM. 
hey, we'll give you Durant Raptors. We need Scotty Barnes. You doing it? Of course. I'm giving you anybody for, I'm doing anything for Kevin Durant. If I'm Toronto or if I'm any of these other teams that aren't close to a championship, Durant makes me a contender immediately. Not only does Durant make me a contender immediately, now all of a sudden I might have Kyrie after this year who may want to come play with them in Toronto. So, yeah, yeah. If, if I'm one of those teams, you can have whatever you want. You want Siakam, you can have him. Whatever you want. I'll take KD and gamble that I can get I can get Kyrie after this next year. Yeah. How about if you're Cleveland? You want Evan Mobley and Garland. Mm, that leaves you with Sexton. And, uh, you know, Kevin Love, Jarrett Allen. They had a nice draft, though. I like Cleveland's draft this year. Um, Ricky Rubio. I, yeah, Ricky. Coro. I don't like Ricky Rubio. No, I, yeah, I, but again, same thing, right? If you're Cleveland, you're not close. You're not. So Garland, though, is the one. Yeah. Garland and Mobley would be a huge haul for Brooklyn. Like, if, if you could get those two, yeah. Yeah, absolutely I'd do that, for sure. And that's the other part about it, too, is, like, what teams can absorb, you know, that number without having to match salaries? Because then once you start having to match salaries, now you're probably talking about trading guys back that aren't worth the money they're trading back. And now you start talking about yeah, having to add draft be- picks and so forth. Yeah, like Kevin Love's $30 million right. contract, for example. Like, clearly exactly. that's not a good value deal. So let me just ask you a question real quick. Are there only two players in the league, Giannis and Luka, who you would not trade Durant for? Is everyone else in play, or is there anyone else you would add to that list who you would not do, like, again, salary matching, et cetera? Yeah, I'd trade. I'm the first guy that came to my to mind would be LeBron, but I would trade LeBron for Durant in a heartbeat. Um, oh, I would too. I would do yeah, that. At this point in their careers. So. Um, Durant, Devin Booker. Uh, yeah, I take I take Durant over Booker. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who else is there? John Morant, Durant. Back and forth on that oh, one. That's hard. Yeah, I mean it gets that's a little hard. bit harder when we start talking about a little bit younger uh, basketball players that have more upside and more longevity. But yeah, I'd probably say Luca and Giannis are pretty much untouchable, regardless of who becomes available. Um, but like for instance, I was saying Utah earlier, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell and Durant, if they trade Gobert. But I don't know if Brooklyn wants to deal with a with, uh, 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 center like that. Or DeAndre Aiden in Phoenix. Yeah. I think that's a problem. I don't think Marks wants either one of those big, clotting centers that are you know more meant for 1990s basketball than it is this this year. And yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. The whole thing is fascinating. Paul Emig, what? Go ahead. Yeah. Let me ask you just one more. Where do you not want to see Durant go? You pick one team that you're just like, I get to cross oh, them off easy. and Durant's not allowed to go there. Lakers. I don't want to, I don't want him and Kyrie ending up in LA with LeBron. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Other than that, pick, I don't. Let me let me pick. I don't let me really pick care. The, let me pick the Heat. I just want to put my word in there for the Heat. They would have to. Heat, wouldn't they have to gut that team so much that they'd be almost screwed? Bam, hero. But you can't hold and, on. Time out. You can't trade Bam, right? So because well, of Bam well, and Ben would, Simmons, that deal, you can't move yep. them. Right, but I, I would assume in that case they're gonna, you know, they'd have a Ben Simmons package to get him out of there. You're right. I mean, it's a good call out, but I would assume they would at that point, of course, say, okay, like we can get Bam, Hero, Struess, and Gabe Vincent. Then we'll trade Ben Simmons for some spare change. Like, it's not a great deal. I don't think Bam, Hero, and, and some stuff is a great Kevin Durant trade. Um, but yeah, I just don't want to see him in Miami because no. I think they would be really dangerous. And I, I, I already don't like the Heat. So That's that my hard. number one team that I don't like in the NBA is definitely the Miami Heat. It's not even remotely close. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Paul Emig. Always fun. Talk to you down the road. All right. See you, buddy. Take care. There he is, Paul Emig. Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Applying for home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious. Breathe. The Great Midwest Bank help you experience the state of tranquility. Get started today at greatmidwestbank.com right now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sparty's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Kevin Holden, crunchy Kevin Holden, CBS 58 Sports Director, joins us coming up in the next segment. Find out what's going on on the Fan Afternoon Show on this Friday as we get ready for 4th of July weekend. Don't forget, AR Adam Roberts hosting a best of the Wendy's Big Show live and in studio coming up on Monday, July 4th from 10 to 2 like normal. And then Tuesday, full cast of characters. We all return, Gary, Leroy, myself, AR. Uh, Tim Dillard, former Brewers pitcher, Valley Sports Wisconsin, will join us in his weekly uh, for his weekly hit at 12.35 on Tuesday. By the time we get back, who knows? Maybe Kevin Durant will no longer be a member of the Nets, and maybe he will have been traded over the weekend. That would give us something to talk about. Joining us now, he is Mike McGivern, big-time Mike McGivern, our WSSP High School Insider. Catch him on uh, Saturday mornings with Mike McGivern. It's um, one show after another, hosted by Mike McGivern from 8 a.m. until noon. And from 10 until noon, a special show coming up tomorrow, Mike McGivern. Yeah, it is Spark Eye, and I'm really excited about it. You know, the Majerus Family Foundation is the title sponsor of our Varsity Blitz show every Saturday from 10 to noon. And I thank Jody Majerus and Lori Holt for doing that. And tomorrow, we're going to be talking two hours about Rick Majerus. And the, the guys that we're talking to, man, they have stories, and they've all said the same thing. Man, we could go six hours if you needed us. I said, I don't have a six-hour show. We'll go two. But Reggie Harris has been a huge help to me uh, putting this together. Uh, Reggie's going to be in studio. And then Jeff Jonas, Joe Hauser, uh, Earl Tatum is going to join us for a couple That's segments. That's awesome. Good and get. Then, yeah, and then Kelly Sheehan. Um, she will represent the family for that last segment. And I, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, 50 years ago, Marquette High School, in 1972, went 26-0, undefeated, won a state championship with guys like, you know, Felix Mantia and Jimmy Smith and Reggie Harris and Jeff Jonas and Joe Hauser. And they had eight Division One basketball players on that team. Wow, that's loaded. Eight. Loaded. Bill Neary. Bill oh, Neary yeah. came off the bench. He started, it, he started for the Warriors, but he came off the bench. And so we're going to talk about – the influence that Rick had, and look, I've said it a million times, Sparky, I wanted to be Rick Majerus. I wanted to be the guy coaching in high school like he did at or grade school at St. Seb's. I was at St. Peter and Paul. I went over to Dominican. He was at Marquette, and then he kept going, and I didn't. And I used to go in, in any camp that he was he was doing, I'd try to get to. If he was, I went and saw him at a Pet and Mike Club meeting where everybody talks for 30 minutes. He went for like an hour and a half and I never left because he just was so engaging and he's a Milwaukee guy and the Majerus family foundation is doing great work. Um, not only, you know, in our community, but for kids all over this area, uh, but throughout the country, tomorrow's show is about basketball and about coach Rick Majerus. I think it's just going to be great. And, and, I mean, talked to uh, Coach Majerus a couple of times um, years ago. Very entertaining. Always he himself had stories. And I'm sure there are plenty of people with stories of him as well. And I'm sure it will probably be uh, a lot of laughs tomorrow for that, those two hours from 10 till noon. 
It will be. And, Spark, the commercial we're running is I have people calling me at my desk phone at uh, Odyssey Milwaukee with Majerus stories if they want to come on the show or I'm, I'm going to pick a couple of them and we're going to run some commercials with them talking about Rick and highlighting the Majerus Family Foundation. And we've gotten really good response on it. But this show tomorrow, I look, with Reggie Harris, Jeff Jonas, Joe Hauser, and Earl Tatum, and then with Kelly at the end, I, I am really excited about it. I have uh, Reggie Harris has sent me more information that I'll never I can't get to all of it. I can't. Um, but he's been so good to work with. And if uh, if you get a chance between ten and noon tomorrow, tune in because it's going to be great. Sounds good, Mike McGavern. Check him out ten to noon tomorrow here on twelve fifty a.m. The Fan. Michael, thank you so much. All right, Spark, thanks. Have a good, uh, happy fourth. Oh, happy fourth to you as well. Take care. There he is, Mike McGivern. Huge NBA trade. Huge NBA trade. <laughs> I'm talking to Mike McGivern and Paul Ivick text me, P.S., this just happened. I'm like, what? So then I had to go look. Uh, breaking news on the fan brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win the $5.6 million prize every day this baseball season. Listen on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast. Rudy Gobert has been traded from the Utah Jazz. No, it's not for Kevin Durant. Rudy Gobert is a Minnesota Timberwolf. Holy crap. So Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, that is going to be what that's going to look like. They are going to be slow and plotting. But it's a good fit, man. Carl Anthony Towns can stretch you outside a little bit. Rudy Gobert is going to block shots and so forth. Timberwolves, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, are sending Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, who they just drafted, Jared Vanderbilt, another former draft pick, multiple first-round picks. Uh... Four Gobert sources tell Agent Warjanowski. Very interesting when you compare this trade to the Malcolm Brogdon trade and the haul that is being sent versus the little stuff that Indiana received for Brogdon in that deal. Yeah, man. I uh multiple I, first round picks. What did um hey look this up quick? What did Utah do in the draft? Can you look up what did what did the Jazz do in the draft? We're talking I, this year, yes, right? Correct. Okay. Yes, this year. Who did they did who did they take? I don't remember who the Jazz took in the draft. But Rudy Gobert, now a Minnesota Timberwolf, uh, after this deal going down, Timberwolves again sending Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, recent draft pick Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, and multiple first round picks for Gobert. Uh, but again, I want to know what uh Utah did in the draft. Because I'm curious what did they do in the draft you got, got the draft up what did they do uh well they did they have a pick mm, i don't i think did they trade a pick uh why do i not see anything this is very strange i'm usually on top of this it's all good don't worry about it uh let's see here they very well may not have had a pick they very well may not have had a a pick at all um, in which case they have nothing. Yeah, I'm I don't just, think they did. I'm 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 simply yeah. Pickless Utah closes out NBA draft without making any selections. Okay, so there you go. Um, so what are they doing? Like I don't understand what Utah is doing. Obviously, we know there was a rift between Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, but you're not any better now than you were before. I mean, they're gonna play the rookie Walker Kessler, but if you watch that kid at Auburn, I mean, I guess shot blocker, kind of a rebounder a little bit. I mean, similar to Gobert, but he's not Rudy Gobert by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yeah, interesting. Well, good for Minnesota and those fans. Those T-Wolf fans have got to be ecstatic getting Rudy Gobert. Now you got two legitimate all-star players on that roster uh, with Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. So. Baby steps. We go, They got to the play-in tournament. Yeah. Now we get to the first round. Then they'll be eliminated in five there. Then you get to the semifinals. It's all yeah. about those baby steps. How, was, how many Minnesota Timberwolves fans were there in lacrosse, by the way? Zero. Really? Absolutely zero. 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 But yet Capital there were Z. but yet there were there were wild fans. There were Vikings fans, plenty of them, I may add. And there were even occasional twins fans. I saw a lot of Joe Maurer jerseys during my time, but I don't even think I could count on one hand. So now you've T-Rose got fans. Okay, so you got Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert. Um yeah, I'm all right with that. Jaden McDaniels is still on that team, right? So he's still there. Uh, who else do we still have there at this point? I mean, I don't... That's not horrible. 
I think you can. I think you can do some of those three. It's just a matter of how well Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert play side by side with each other. Anthony Edwards with those two. Oof. A lot of lobs going to the rim. Got my got a feeling on that one. All right, take a quick time out. We'll come back. Look ahead to the Fan Afternoon Show. Crunchy Kevin Holden of CBS 58. That comes up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admiral. Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Another day of NBA trades all over the board. The latest with Rudy Gobert now heading to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So now you have Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell left with nothing. I don't know what Utah is doing with Danny Ainge, but I would imagine he's got something up his sleeve. I can't imagine he did this just to do it. Hey, Walker Kessler is nice, I guess. Uh, But again, draft pick out of Auburn, um, center, like I said, block shots, so forth. I I don't think Utah is going anywhere with that. Donovan Mitchell has got to be kicking himself right now. But one of those situations where you would think, like I've been saying with this whole Kevin Durant Bucks thing, you got to go to Giannis. You would think they had to go to Donovan Mitchell before they did this. Now, I know Mitchell and Gobert may not be on the same page, COVID and all that crap, but you would think that they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is our long-term plan. Uh, What do you think? Now, there is a guy, don't ask me how to pronounce his name because I don't know. It starts with a W, like Wembyana or something like that. That is a seven foot two, seven foot three guy that they're saying is going to be the number one pick in next year's draft. That apparently is part of the reason why San Antonio is throwing everything out the window and trying to lose, essentially, and tank possibly this year to get this cat at the top of the draft next year. This apparently is going to be the guy next year. Now, I don't know if Utah is looking at the dude going, we want him too, so we're just going to go down the same rabbit hole as San Antonio. I haven't seen the kid play. I don't know anything about him. I can't even pronounce his name. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, again, our thanks to everybody on the big show today. Jim Ozarski, Ken Barkley from You Better, You Bet, Odyssey, BetQL, uh, Jerry DiNardo, Big Ted Network, former head coach at LSU in Indiana, Steve Ashburner from NBA.com, Antonio Morales, who covers USC for The Athletic, a full, full show with Leroy Butler and myself. If you missed it, hit Rewind on your Odyssey app or simply go to BigShowNetwork.com. That's BigShowNetwork.com. Joining us now, he is Crunchy Kevin Holden. Kevin... I, I, I want to know from you. So when you're a sports anchor, sports director in your case, when you have all this crap going on, and there's so much. Like yesterday I was off driving the kid all over Wisconsin for a baseball tournament, and I I literally could not wait to come in here to do a show today. Right. It's been a long time for me where I got I that excited, like, oh, I want to get this guy, I want to get that guy, I want to talk about this, I want to talk about that. There's simply not enough time. And the NBA free agency and all the trades, there's been like three or four trades today already, is just insanity. And you get what, like five seconds for your sports cast nowadays in TV? Pretty much. I just got no time. Uh, so what do you determine makes it and doesn't make it? Is it just local only, everybody else, too bad? Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't even touch. Like uh, the, To get the word Kevin Durant into a sports cast, I basically had to say it at the start of when I was talking about the Bucks. In other words... The opening sentence was, hey, the rest of the NBA is waiting on the Durant news, but the Bucks are making moves now. Right. And that was the only way I could work probably the biggest piece of sports news of the day in. Because on top of it, and this was poor planning on my part, on top of it, we had a feature story with a uh, Whitefish Bay baseball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 2.30 is what I get, and then you knock a buck ten out for that feature. And I was the micro-machine guy. That's an yeah, old reference. but why... Why do you have to air that feature that day? Why no, couldn't true. you just push that feature? Darius said that. Darius said we should hold it, and I said, "Nah, let's see if we can get it in." And I, that was that was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. Plus, you had USC UCLA coming to the Big Ten. Did that make it? That made it. That made it. So it was basically the the one thing that helped was uh, your sports segment is in in the third segment of the show, right? right. Yeah. They call that the, the C block, the mm-hmm. third block of the show. They wanted something on the Bucks in the first block of the show where they considered to be their biggest news of the day. You're, I am only in that if something big happens. So that helped because that's where Bobby Portis went. Good. And so when when I started my show, it was like, all right, we talked about Portis. Here's Ingles. Done. And then and then literally I said, oh, and they re-signed Wes Matthews and, and uh, Javon Carter. And then yeah. on to the yeah, intense. That's about all that deserved. Uh, okay, what's coming up on the fan afternoon show today? We've got we've got some guest man Ryan oh, Horvat. Oh, Horvat, he's you good. Know. <laughs> I love me some Ryan Horvat. Well, and see, and, and Horvat's one of these valuable dudes right now because with the seismic shift in the league, you know, how do those odds look? Who mm-hmm. who are you looking for in terms of your favorites 
in the in the not just in the league but in the conference. I mean, you know, the East is about to be shaken completely up, right? Depending on where Durant goes, and Ryan McDonough, our the NBA insider, he thinks Atlanta is maneuvering to make a run at Durant. Oh, man. that's what he thinks. He thinks they're they're accumulating assets to make a run at Durant, and then essentially have Murray, Trey Young, and Durant oh. as the big three. Wow! And then people would start caring about basketball in Atlanta. Yeah, that's it until takes Durant that. leaves, but. At least for a little while. <laughs> That's what it would take. Right. Uh, David Sampson, the um, the, the former Marlins yeah. president. Love him. Uh, Scott Grodsky, speaking yes. of CBS 58. He's he's not actually working today, but but he's going to work with us. That's nice. Which is cool. That's nice that he yeah. can do that, you know? Very nice. Draft mockery, of course. Um, yeah, this is – yesterday you are talking about how crazy a show it was yesterday. I don't know if you heard it. Sam Schmidt said uh, it was about to give breaking news. You know, He said, okay, breaking news You know, brought to you by, and then – Opens his phone to go give the breaking news, and he stops, and he goes, oh. And I said, Sam, did you just get breaking news while delivering breaking <laughs> yes, news? And happens. he said, yes. <laughs> it's one of those days, man, where when you're doing radio, like it's just constantly evolving and moving, and you're just talking as stuff is breaking in front of you. Yeah. And then there's weeks where nothing happens. His, and you're doing, you know, sports talk radio. Days like yesterday are the funnest days to be on the radio. Oh, so like Sam was running around here. I, his his phone. There's a point where he's talking to me, and he looks down, and his phone has ten notifications on it. I am. I don't have any of that on my phone. No, I don't. Not a one. I get Wendy's notifications, <laughs> which is great, and, uh, and uh, AARP. Those are my two notifications. AARP. Yeah, AARP. Those are my two. <laughs> Those are my two notifications. Sparky, you're not eligible for that. Yes. No. You can get AARP at 18. Are you serious? Yeah. Hmm? Really? That's why I got it. Because oh, uh, yeah, you get discounts stuff. on rental cars, airfare, all kinds of stuff. Man, Anybody that... can have AARP. In fact, oh, my wallet's at my desk. I got the AARP card in my card. That might, in my that, wallet. That might replace my... I have a couple of standard things I use for rental card yeah. discounts. I might have to look at yours instead. I'm telling you, man. It works. I mean, AAA is another one that you can use. Yeah. For rental car discounts and stuff. I mean, you travel way more than I do, obviously, but very good. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 